as we participate as a local church, we need to always think bigger picture that we help others as we participate. The anointing that is in this room, the healing that can happen in a, in a local church, in a local body, can only happen as a result of a yielded people. I don't want to be the one that, that sways the direction of, a, of, of the attention of a group. I want, I, want, I want people to be able to receive. I, want, I don't want to be the one that, that, that zips my, my Bible up or moves even a wink, knowing that someone could potentially lose something because I'm distracting them. But in services like this where the glory show, shows up, I'm telling you, it's not a false thing. It's the real deal. I haven't been seeing it as much lately. I, in fact, it's been, a, it's been a while since I've seen it where I was like, oh, it's, it's dropping in here. And then I realized, wait a minute, we're all participating. And the Lord said, tell your people, they, the more they participate, the more they themselves will see it themselves. It's time for them. It's not, he said, it's not just enough for you to see it. It's, it's time for your, your group to experience the glory falling, to see it themselves, to, 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 let the, to allow their little ones to be able to participate in those things. William Seymour in the Azusa uh, Revival, when they had their glory fall in, in those services, children played in those. They saw it. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. Even the little ones, they, were, they would play with it. The little ones would play in it and play with it. Yeah, hide and seek in the glory. And many of those men... One of those children moved on to start, start great notable works. Some, has anybody ever heard of the Assemblies of God? And, and, other, and other denominational groups. Many others went forward. See, we, 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 don't, we don't think too highly of ourselves. If we, if we understood who we are and what we had on the inside of us, I think most of us would start bringing that every time. Because there's a powerhouse on the inside of you. I said, there's a powerhouse on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. And because there's a powerhouse on the inside of you, how many of you know we, we need to make sure that we, we don't ignore it? How many of you are still praying for the nation every day? It's a mandate of this church to pray for the nation every day. It's not just Pastor, Pastor Marcus's job to, to pray for the nation every day. We pray for our president. We pray for our house. We pray for the Senate. We pray for local bodies of, in government. We pray for this school. We do. We lift up Burton School District because they're running to us and they allow us to. We, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for the Burton School District, Father, that you're keeping their teachers healthy. You're, you're helping the students. You're helping, you're helping the kids here that go here learn, Father. I thank you, Father. We lift them up. We lift up, we lift up Burton Unified School District right now, Father. And we speak the blessing of the Lord upon them in Jesus' precious, mighty name. Amen. Our, our personal prayer is, Lord, this is not our service. It's his service. We flow with him. Do you hear what I said? If we, if we want more of God this year, we're going to have to flow with Him. If anything of this year has taught me, if, if anything you can really gain anything from this year, is how important life is. How important, how important your time with your family is. How important it is to, to spend time with the Lord and get to know Him more. Amen.
Don't, don't, don't take away from that, that from my teaching notes, because, you know, I am, I am going to teach. Amen? Amen? But there's so much time in this, this year left. I said there's so much time in this year left. Amen. Well, Pastor, we're in August. Is this thing ever going to end? It's up to you. It ended with me when, as soon as it began. I made up the mind that I, I was not going to allow these, none, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. Amen. Say, none of these things move me. Even if you have to say it by faith, you're going to have, sometimes you're going to have to say these things by faith. You, even when your mind is trying to hijack your, your emotions, you're trying to hijack your thought life, you're going to say, none of these things move me. It's too easy to be getting intimidated by things. One of my favorite ministers uh, says this, because never run at your giant with your mouth shut. That's what David did. He said, you, you come to, you, you, you've defied the armies of the living God. Today I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to feed, your, feed you to the birds. Well, that's what we're telling Satan right now. Satan, we're going to cut your head off. We put you on notice. And then we're going to feed you to the birds. Amen. Well, that sounds all fine and dandy. Well, you know, <laughs> Pastor, you, you know, you're just saying that. No, I'm not just saying that. No, I'm not just saying that. We can't just be, we have to say it. We have to say it. We have to speak it. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Ephesians. We're going to get in this, this morning's study and this, morning, this morning's teaching. As I read this, no, be. Pay no, um, pay special attention because I'm not just reading this. I'm praying this over you right now, River Church. Amen. We are praying this, and you, as I'm reading this, be praying for this for yourself. Amen. Ephesians chapter three, verse fourteen. Say amen when you get there. Amen. Everybody there. Amen. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for the River Church, for all those who are in attendance, Father. Of, of whom the whole, whole family in heaven and earth is named, that you would grant unto them according to the riches of the glory to be strengthened with might by, by the Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in their hearts by faith, that, root, that they are rooted and grounded in love, that they may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that we are being filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. All. Say all. all. He's doing all. all. According, to what he can, according to what I can ask or think. Come on. Amen. More than what you could ever ask or think. He can do, he's doing exceedingly, abundantly, above. He's doing it. This morning I want to talk to you a little bit about faith in action. Or, 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 or let me rephrase that, continued action. It's not enough just to start in faith. We must continue in faith. One of the things that really stood out to me back in the day when my dad used to take me to go out for wrestling or football, he said, you need to rehearse everything that you do on that field before you get on that field. You know, you, you, a good actor, a good technician rehearses in their mind what, what it is they're going to do. They're rehearsing it. They're rehearsing it. When I, before, before ever going through a wrestling match, my dad said, now see yourself being calm during the entire wrestling match. See yourself calm. 
quit practicing your physical moves because you've already pretty much got that and start rehearsing in your mind, going over and over, going over and over the plan. See yourself moving. See yourself operating. See yourself doing planning and, and what your steps are and what, what is your response if someone does this. Start planning. Start making the response, planning your response moves. Many of us aren't experiencing the victory that we should be experiencing because we're not responding in the way that's already trained. We're, we're training ourselves to respond in such a way that is, that is contrary to the Word of God. We're too quick to post our frustrations. We're too quick to repost our fears. We, we're, too, we're too quick to uh, regurgitate what's on the news. Hear I said? We've got it more, we've got, when we have got more rehearsed, when we know more about what's going on in disease than what's going on in our word, then, we, then we've come, we must come to the realization, maybe, our, uh, maybe the thing that's important to me isn't, maybe I'm not getting what's important. Amen? So as a believer, you and I, we need to stay, we need to stay on course. We need to stay on track with the things of God. Because it's those things that keeps us. I said, it's those things that keep us. Yeah. Let's open our Bibles to Psalms chapter 1. It, it's too easy to operate and respond the way the world responds. They've, they've already rehearsed their response. How, well, how do you know that? Because they meditate on those do movies. They, they focus on earthquake movies. They, they focus on relationships that are ending movies. They, they, they focus on everything else. They even focus on Sharknado. I mean, they, they, they focus on things that are impossible that would never even happen. But what is our response? What is our desired response? Victory? Do we want to have a desired response of victory or do we want to have a rehearsed uh, response of defeat? I would rather decline on the defeat. I would rather go on the victory side. I would rather say I'm going to choose to respond in such a way that not only brings victory to me, brings victory to my home, brings victory to my community. Because this is, such a, this is a bigger picture than just you. And if you forget that, always look to your children. If you, ever, if you forget that, always look to the older folks. If you're the older folk, look to the everyone around you. Uh, just be, be cognizant. Be, be ever so mindful that it's not just you. Yeah. That you are effect, affecting somebody, somewhere, somehow. Even when you're, in a, you're sitting there in a store and talking about, you know, you, you hear people, they're tired of it. They're tired of it. But you've got to be tired of it. You got to be tired. You got to be tired. Said, you know what? I, 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 I got to do something with prayer because unless something changes here, life isn't going to get better until I start getting better on the inside. That's right. Because life has to get better on the inside before it can happen on the outside. And so my dad taught me years ago about meditating on what I wanted as my outcome, rehearsing. Before I went to an interview, what did I do? I rehearsed my interview. I went through a bunch of questions. My dad would ask me all these different types of questions that could be presented during, a, during a, an, an interview, during the course of an interview. Now, I, I had a really leg up because my dad used to do interviews at Portable Developmental Center. He was one of the three that would sit on the panel interviewing doctors, uh, physicians, psychics. I mean, and I, back in the day, I was very impressed by it. So what do you think I did? I was smart enough to listen to the man. Come on. Come on. 
And I used those skills to help me get a job anywhere. And I rehearsed it. See, when you have someone giving you the answers, rehearse it. Take it. Get it. Use it. Don't just hear it and set it on the shelf. It's, 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 it's dangerous to you and I if we do those things. See, we have a trained response that needs to be trained. Because your, your, your old, your old uh, unspiritual man wants to con- continue to do what he wants to do. And he's always there. If you, know, if you sit there and watch too much boxing, next thing you know, you're going to end up boxing. Well, I'm not kidding. You'll end up boxing. You'll end up getting a fight physically with something because all you've been doing is been studying boxing. And you've always wanted to punch that guy in the nose anyways. And I'm going to just, and, and I've been watching Mike Tyson the way, and no, no, see, you're, you're, you are meditating on things that are not going to help you and I. Yeah. And it's on the surface. You watch political uh, barking at one another, you'll become political and you'll just start barking at one another. Do you hear what I said? Yeah. And those things aren't good. Yeah. But what's important is that we, do, we rehearse the desired, re- we, the, the, the desired response that we want out of our lives so that we can gain the victory that has already been won. It's already been won. All we're doing is accessing, utilizing, going after it. Say, I'm going after it. And over here in Psalms chapter 1, he says it right in the get-go. Blessed is the man. Come on. Blessed. You're already blessed. Is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Come on, we get a lot of that through politics. Just people just being scornful, critical, harsh. Don't rehearse them things. I said, don't rehearse those things. But his delight, now this is where it gets good, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Why does, he deli- why does he delight? Because he knows in living a right and moral life, the blessing is going to be on him. He knows he doesn't try to figure it out with his head. There's some things you can't figure out with your head. You have to figure it out by faith. Even if you don't get it at once. There are some things that I didn't ever think I was going to get. Some things I never thought I was going to understand. Some things that I just thought were just too... When I heard, first heard the faith message, to be frank with you, I just didn't get it. It must have been three, three years, maybe two years into I finally started to catch a little bit of it. I said a little bit of it. Because I had to get over my, a lot of things. I realized I tripped myself up. You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're so used to doing things your own way, you have to retrain yourself. When you're so used to doing things your own way, you have to retrain yourself. Because you're, you're used to you taking care of you. You're used to you getting a job. You're used to you doing everything for yourself. And, but then, then you, get to the, you get in the mode where you just forget to get God involved in all that. And see, you're going to suffer the more you allow yourself just to be the head over your home. But your delight is in Him. So you meditate. How do I first allow, allow the word to work for me? Rather me always trying to work, uh, do it the other way around. Too many of us are trying to do it the other way around. Too many of us are trying to respond in such a way that it's outside the grace of God. Yeah. Do you hear what I said? Yeah. Trying to operate outside the grace of God. In other words, the grace of God is there to empower and strengthen you yeah. to do it. Yeah. 
And then you set aside the grace and the strength of God and try to do it on your own strength. It's sort of like, I'm going, to walk to, I'm going to walk to Walmart versus driving to Walmart. I'm not going to utilize the vehicle of power that God gave me. I'm going to walk 10 miles in the heat. Nobody would want to do that, particularly if you have access to the power. If you would not do that in the natural. Now, I understand there's some folks out there who are naturalists. You know, I need to work out. I've got to keep these abs. You know, I get that. We're not talking to you. You're, you're a different group. But I'm talking to the most of us who are sitting here who say, you know what? I'm going to utilize what God gave me. Because God gave me good looks. He gave me a car. So I can get, go where I need to go and get what I need to go. Get, get what I need to get. So many of us, instead of utilizing our own strength, and our own talents and our own abilities need to rely more on what the Holy Ghost has for us. The glory didn't show up. The glory just didn't show up during the service so that we can continue on the way we were living. The Holy Ghost showed up. The glory showed up to empower, to strengthen, to show us, hey, I'm still here if you allow me in. Will you, River Church, will you allow me in your life? River Church, will you allow me to invade your home? Because I'm telling you, the glory just doesn't have to show up here. He can show up at your home. He can show up in your living room. He can show up in the restroom as you're taking a shower. Right? God can show up in Alfonso's bathtub with his little rubber duckies floating around. God will show up there. And I'm telling you, if you, if you, if you allow him, if, if you allow him, and, he, and you, he wants you to allow him. Let's open our Bibles to Joshua chapter 6. Because our life can no longer sit around. You know, let's go to 1 Timothy. We're, since we're going, let's just go to 1 Timothy. Because the word always works. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. 15? Ha ha. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that thy property may appear to all. Verse 14, let's go back there. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given by what? Prophecy with the laying out of hands. He's talking to Timothy. He says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them that their profiting may be seen to all. Their people should see the profiting of the Holy Ghost on your life. They should see you walking in love more. They should see your finances grow. They should see your peace grow. They they shouldn't see you more confused than you were last year. They should see you having more soundness of mind. More, More of a, you know, one thing I've... You know, Pastor Melina, we always talk about the things that we uh, admire each other about. Uh, one of the things I, I love about Pastor Melina and is that she is level-headed. She is, what's the word we always use? Huh? Balanced. That's the word. I always, we always, she's balanced. She doesn't go one way or another. Sometimes I think she needs to go. But me, I'm like, no, sister, you just need to make up your mind. And just, you just got to be angry with me. She goes, I'm going to get angry with you. 
right? <laughs> See, that's the carnal side of me coming out. The balance side of her, thank God I have. You know, I, I, I liken our relationship to like this, my and her relationship. I'm the pit bull and she's the chain on that pit bull. <laughs> and I'm just running and barking and next thing you hear the, the, ball, the, the dog just stops. Pink. That's because Pastor Melina was right there. You just say, thank God, Pastor Melina was right there. She, help, she helps keep this ship balanced. And, you know, everybody ha- brings their strength. And see, and every year we should be more balanced. Every year we should be more restrained. Every year we should have a level of, of the next step in our lives and appearing in our lives. Yeah, yeah. That we're not living like the way we did last year. This year I'm more of a Christian than I was the year before. Yeah, right. I'm more in love with Jesus this year than yeah. I was in prior years. Yeah. I have more understanding this year than I did last year. See, the more you know about God, the more you get excited about God. The less you get excited about God is because you're not spending the time as you should with Him. Well, I don't seem to be on fire like a... Well, then fall in love with Him again. You marry with someone for 25 years, you're bound to hate each other at one point. She's looked at me like, she, I'm going I'm to hurt you, Mr. De La Cruz. I, you, I, I could see a few things right now, but Lord, she's like, what is she? I mean, I've got that woman praying in the Holy Ghost more than no, more times. Sometimes she, she, she sounds like a little trap, but because I got her going. Don't look at me that way, men and women. You've been married like that. You just trust and you, you push each other's patience. But your, your marriage should be getting better, not worse. I said our marriages should be getting better. Our hearts should be getting better. We should be more hungry for the things of God. Amen. Our our faith is in action. It's in the proof that we are doing this word. I'm not just hearing the word. I'm meditating and now I'm doing the word. My faith is in action. I'm more in love with the Lord today than I was yesterday. Say I am more in love with Jesus. Come on, I mean, the more you start saying it, the more it'll start becoming in your, a reality in your life. Yeah. The more you say, I love being in church. I don't know why I haven't been in churches. I mean, you just start, just, just, you need to talk. You need to meditate yourself into victory. You need to see yourself being a stellar Christian. You need to see yourself being a person of prayer. Well, I've just never been a person. No, you need to start seeing. You need to start meditating. Start, start seeing what, what, what used to not be there. Come on, you do. You need to see yourself more. You need to see yourself victorious. Driving a nicer car. or I don't know what it is. Maybe you don't want see. Start seeing yourself in the place where you want to be. Not just in the natural. It could be a nice car, a nice house. But let's be more spiritual. Be more spiritual. Be more. Be more what where you want to see God take you. Can I get an amen? Amen. Because you and I, we can't afford to stay the same. No, we can't. We, can't. we cannot afford to stay the same, River Church. You can't afford to stay the same. It's, it's deadly. It's deadly to stay the same way. It's deadly not to, to make movement in your life. It's deadly to come in half-hearted on anything. God has given so much, so we ought to give Him our best. Joshua chapter 6. Let's go there. Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. Verse 2. And the Lord said unto thee. 
And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given thee the hand of Jericho and the king of thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See that I have given thee the, hand, the, the, the land of Jericho, the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. You know, I want you to notice something. They just didn't go by presumption. They heard from God. Action with no, with no word in you is just presumption. People are trying to move and do things without getting the word or the voice of God on some things. I'm telling you, moving around, doing what you want to do without getting the word of God on something is futile. You hear what I said? It's futile. It won't get you anywhere. And you and I, there's plenty of times in our life we're going we're gonna to need to get the voice of God on some things. Quit running ahead of God and, and then expecting God to fix our mess. God, I don't know how I got myself in the mess. Did you, did you confer with him? Did you check with him? Did you ask him, should we buy this car? Should we buy this house? Should we, sh- did you ask? Did you confer? Did you come up with your own plan? Yeah. Yeah. A plan without God is just a plan. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You ever heard of the Titanic? That's a plan without God. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people get, they go, well, I put a lot of money into this. You know, I, 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 went into, I, I checked every detail. You know, they said that Titanic was supposed to be unsinkable. You may think you run into a perfect plan because there are all the experts and all the time that went into it and it looks all perfect and pretty. But without God, it is nothing. Amen. You hear what I said? Without God, your plan ain't going to work nothing. Yes. Just try as you might. Try as you will. A life without the hand of God in your life is a life without the hand of God. Praise the Lord. Thank God his hand is on us. Thank God his hand is on you. Thank God we, don't, we have the Holy One on the inside of us. We could just say, Lord, how do you feel about that? If you, get a, if you get a green light, you go. If you get a red light, you don't go. If you get something on the inside that's nudging you, I wonder if I should go down the street and visit Miss Phillips. You know, she just looks like she needs some groceries. You best get stepping. Go to Mrs. Phillips' house and start bringing her some groceries. Well, she looks like she, doing, she drives a nice car. She drives a nice car to me. Obey, it, it pays to obey. Right. It pays to listen to what the Holy Spirit has for you and I. Right. Amen. Don't, don't, don't throw a deaf ear. Act like you didn't hear nothing. Yeah. You hear what I said? Don't, don't pretend like you don't go, la, 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 la. You know when you're a little kid, you didn't want to hear someone and didn't talk? You plugged your ear, go, la, 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 la. We laugh about it now, but a lot of believers do that with the Lord. But now, they had to learn. The children of Israel had to learn through the failures of their families in order to to walk in 40 years later to what God has for them. They could have been there sooner. They they could have been there sooner. They they, they should have been there sooner. They they should have been there sooner. Don't, Don't delay what God wants to do in your life. Be prompt. Be, I, I'm a, I, I, like, I like to say, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm not questioning God anymore on things. Uh, you know what? Because it's foolish. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm not saying I perfected this, but sometimes the Lord will say something. I'd be like, Lord, is that? I've stopped saying that. I've stopped saying, Lord, is that you? I just check my spirit. You know what? That seems right. I, I don't play with it. Lord, I just, I just, that's just too immature to be questioning God every time like that. Lord, is that you? I'm not sure. Is it in the word? Does it violate the word? If it violates the word, it's the word, 
and you have a, a peace about helping somebody or doing something, follow the peace. If there is not a peace and you're double-minded, you're like, I'm not sure. For some reason, and I'm going to tell you something. The more you get in tune with your spirit man, you'll know when that wrong voice, where that wrong voice is coming in. Because, uh, you know, as of, I, I wish I could say I've had this master for years, but I, I haven't. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what, I recognize that voice. It's, it's, it came in from a different source. I already know that ain't God. It goes, it try to, try to sound like God, uh, but, but that, that, that wasn't God, I could tell. Right? right. right? You, you, the more you become trained, the more you become discerned. So that we see that as an Old Testament uh, action of faith and operation. That you, it, it'll cost you time in the Old Testament. But how much more do we get back on this side of the cross? We, get some things, we can get some things made up to us if we've been out of sorts with the Lord. We can get His Holy Spirit on some things. I'm telling you, it, it's, a different, it's a different world. It's a different life. Luke chapter 5, verse 18. Luke chapter 5, verse 18. And behold, men brought in a man brought in a man in a bed, which, a bed which was taken up in the palsy. And they sought, him, sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in, because the multitude, they went upon the housetop. See, faith, faith doesn't consider the circumstances. Right. I couldn't get in. There was no place to park. So I went home. I'm amazed the struggle of those who, who, during this COVID epidemic, I'm amazed at how they can soldier on in those lines, in the heat, drinking water, having people bring the water because they're hot. They're hot. They're soldiering on in, in front of Nike just because they want their Nikes, but they don't soldier on when it comes to going to, coming to, church, going to church. Oh, you'll soldier on and doing what you need to do when it's, when it's something you want. But when it comes to the things of God, oh, well, you know, it's kind of hot out there. It's scary right now. I'm not going to go. Oh, but no, they'll, 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 they'll go through the minefields of uh, just crawl through Walmart. Look around, making sure there's no COVID. Oh, she looks like she's got COVID. I'm walking down here, right? Everybody's paranoid now of other folks. Target, fear. No, not you, because we recognize what's important. We recognize what's important. God's house is important. You're important. What God is doing is important. Amen. And so when the multitude, they, they came in through the, uh, through the housetop and they went, they went through the tiling of the roof. Come on. Full house. And they still say, we're going to get, I don't matter. I'm going to get in today. Even if we have to crawl, cut through the roof, we're getting in. Even if, there's a, even if there's an overflow room, we're going to press on in and make sure we get in. And when, they saw, when Jesus saw their faith, he saw their faith. How did he see their faith? By them not taking note to the fact that there was a crowd around them. We, we, don't, we don't get moved by stuff. Say, I don't get moved. I don't get moved. Do you believe that? How many people believe that they don't get moved by when they see things? Say, I don't get moved. Come on. And we saw the faith. He said, man, your, son, your sins are forgiven thee. Rise up and take up thy bed. What an answer is that? 
Your sins are forgiven. Take up your... He saw their faith and he, he was moved by just seeing their faith. God sees you and he sees your faith. That you go out every day and that you're praying, that you're, 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 you're reaching people, that you're loving people. You, that even when there are obstacles of their anger is in front of you, you still love them anyways. Not willing to jump in in an argument. Because you're, 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 you know, we could, we could just use that as faith, but what about the, the situations of life where we have people tell, I don't love you, I don't like you. And we got to like, you know, it don't matter if you like me or not, I still like you anyways. Right. I love you anyways. Right. And you're, you're in a marriage that doesn't seem, that, that it just seems like it's hopeless and it's over. And you just have to violate your mind and your, your feelings and your emotions. And, you know, I still love you. I, I, I love you. I know you don't understand. I love you. You've, you've, got to, you've got to meditate on that love. You've got to meditate on the answers that you want, even if you don't feel what you are feeling at that present moment. Now, we just talked about momentarily about, people, about church being important, but how about people where the relationship is important? When, when every obstacle is standing in the way. There's not enough jobs. I can't find a job. What are you going to do when everything is standing in your way? You're going to make a job happen. You're going to make work happen. You're going to make your own business happen. Yeah. You're not going to allow things to say, to, to, for a reason, to sit at home and do nothing. Mm-hmm. You, why? Because faith makes action. It makes movement. That's right. That's right. Everywhere you see where men and women have great victories, come on. It, it, it just grows from one thing to another because we don't see, we don't allow barriers to define us, to keep us in, to, to structure our lives. Uh-uh, no. I'm breaking through that barrier. That, that, that feeling I have of not liking that person anymore, I'm violating that. I'm going to love them today. It's, it's strange when you have two good friends and they're not getting along with one another. It's strange. But here's the smartest thing you can do is love them both and don't get on anybody's side. I don't know why I'm saying that, but that needs to be said. And especially when you feel like saying something. Especially when you feel like telling, giving someone a piece of your mind. You're going to have to meditate. No, I know what to say. I always have good answers in my mouth. I, I'm not, you got, to, you know, one thing I used to grow up, I had this one kid I used to go to school. He, people, people. I forget what they used to call it, but when they used to burn each other, they used to call it a, a different phrase, but, you know, they had little smart-witted com- comebacks. And this one kid, he was just really witty, always knew what to say. He always could just think on his feet and talk on his feet. Just great. And I'm like, man, I, I, you know, how is he so good at this? And then you start to realize he's trained himself to be quick on his feet. He trained himself to be quick on his feet and how to respond. Because he came from a big family. He had to, right? You, you have a sister, you have a family of two. It's just you and your sister well, there ain't no, there ain't no arguing there. <laughs> she's, she's, she's four, you're nine. Well, there ain't no, there ain't nobody debating there. And so here you are. You can feel like well, well, I don't know what to say. I, you got first of all, you got to stop saying I don't know what to say. You start training your mouth. I know how to respond in love. I know how to respond in peace. I don't have to be quick witted in, in a way that cuts people. In fact, I'm gonna learn to train my mouth to go a different way. Because that's how faith takes action. That's how faith makes movement. Come on, am I helping anybody this morning? Because we, we, we just can't sit around thinking that our mouth is going to train itself. Your mouth is not going to train yourself. Your responses aren't just going to sit there and happen. When some of the, the, my, my greatest victories in my life have come as a result 
of my dad telling me at a young age. To, and so when I found, I didn't realize growing up that that was a word thing yeah. to start with her. I didn't realize that was the word. Yeah. And so I'd like, when I saw that, I, I connected the two. My dad's encouragement of rehearsing these things. And so I, I think that's why it helped me a lot. I just started, I'm going to rehearse to say the right thing. I started street witnessing, started facing a lot of same questions with everybody. I started to rehearse the right answers. Yeah. I was through meditating on the word. Yeah. What do I do when financial problems come? I know what to do when financial problems come. You guys don't understand the stuff that I've been through as a pastor. And I, don't under, and I know a lot of you have been through some things. You all think, well, pastors just always had it. No, and naturally, we don't, I don't think anybody ever takes it for granted that everybody's had a perfect life and, and things have always been easy for us, but, or anybody. But through the tough times, there were times when we had nothing. Literally, on more than one occasion, we've had nothing. And we knew how to glorify God. When we had something, we knew how to glorify God, even when we had stuff. Because it goes like this, up and down, up and down. And it takes, it takes meditation and the word. It takes rehearsal to know how to respond. Yeah. That even when things are good, right. those things don't move me. Right. Because I've already trained myself not to be moved by that, those yeah. things. And when things are slow and things aren't flowing like they should, none of these things move me. Right. I'm full of the joy of the Lord. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, we're still giving out even, if, yeah. even what we have because we know we need to sow. Yeah. How many times have we sowed when we've had nothing? And mama looks in the, mama looks in the cupboard and says, you know what? i got to sow. Emptying out, emptying out that cupboard. Giving what we had left to someone who needed it. So, or sharing what we had. And, you know, you have a family of five to feed. And you have another family that may be not as big as yours, but you're still stepping up and helping. Because you need seed. God meets you there every time. God has met us there every single time. God, let me just say that. He didn't just meet. God will meet you there every time. He will meet you there. And it's when faith makes action that God is there with you. Isn't that good? Isn't that soundness to your life? To, the, no, to, the, to know that no matter what, God is there for me. If God is there with you, you don't have to be fearful anymore. In the early days of Pentecostal movement, I'm reading this from, uh, from, from Kenneth A. Hagin's book, one of his books. He says, in the early days of the Pentecostal movement, a woman evangelist was ministering to foreign wheelchairs. In a very quiet voice, she said, rise up, walk in Jesus' name. Three of these people got up and walked. The four said, I can't walk. The others couldn't walk either, the evangelist said, but they did. Because I know they did, the crippled woman answered, but I can't. You see, I haven't walked in years. And the evangelist, and the evangelist had to walk away and leave her sitting there. The others acted on their faith and, repeat, and reaped the results. Don't allow your mind to become involved with what the Lord is I wrote some. I don't want to make sure I didn't mix it. We've got to be careful. We do not allow our words or our circumstances, the, the, the length of our circumstances, to limit us from ever, ever doing anything because we've lived this way for so long. I've been sick so long, I won't respond because these people obviously haven't been in a wheelchair as long as I have. What does that have to do with anything? 
What does that have to do with anything? Well, they've been a Christian longer than me. What does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with anything. Don't ever allow your mind to go places. See yourself healed. See yourself walking. See yourself with your mind together. Don't say, oh, I'm, I'm losing my mind and just getting older. Don't say those things. Don't, don't say those things. Say, my mind is getting sharper every year. My joints, I don't get rickety. I don't, I, I don't make Rice Krispie jokes about my joints. You ever heard that joke? Snap, what, snap, what goes snap, crackle, pop in the morning? And the guy goes, it's me when I get up. In the, you don't joke like that. You don't joke about your age. You joke, I'm getting better every year. I'm getting, I, 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 I'm stronger every year. My, my, my body is, is my, my thyroids, my glands, my, my intestines. They are perfectly working together at once, helping me operate. You've got to start talking that way, even if you don't feel that way, even when the evidence is stacked up against you. Don't be the woman left in the wheelchair. Don't see yourself look with everybody else getting and you not getting it. See yourself. Meditate as you being the one having a testimony. Say, I, you see yourself. Remember when, Pat, remember when Sarah came up here and gave her testimony? I don't know if any of you saw that online. Start seeing yourself giving your testimony. Start seeing yourself about how you believed God and trusted him. And you, and you didn't allow your mind to go negative. And start, and start seeing yourself say, but I knew what to say because the circumstances. But I knew that I wasn't going to get in fear because we've been taught here so long. You go, I, I, I saw myself, well, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Start seeing yourself give that testimony. And start rehearsing those answers when you hear a no. I know how to respond when I hear a no. No doesn't mean anything to me. I, I don't go by no's anymore. I've learned that no doesn't mean anything. It'll happen. I said it'll happen. I said the things that you're believing God for will happen if you don't quit. You don't give up. And you continue to see yourself walking in the fulfillness, in the fulfillness of that promise. It has to happen. Because God's word will not return unto you void. It shall go forth. It shall produce. I'm, te- I'm telling you, Stacy, it happens. How much has it happened already? Right? Some of us have had so many things happen. Why stop? Why stop now? Why stop? We're not, we're not stopping. I said, we're not stopping. Right, Rebecca? We're not, right? We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not stopping. Right, Giselle? Come on. Say, I'm not stopping. Your life is a result. Will be a result of whether you decided to stop or go. No more halfway. No more three-quarter way. A, three, a quarter of a gas will not get you to Fresno. It'll, you'll only go so far on a quarter gas a tank. You'll only go so far. Say, I am going all the way. I will say this. We must continue. We must continue in the things of God. Be secure. Be secure in who you are. 
Be secure in, in knowing this is your year of victory, that you're not done. If things have been, haven't been committed the way they should, make a decision today. Say, Lord, I'm going to tighten this, shi this, this ship up. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to tighten it up. I'm, I'm going I'm to swab the deck. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to get this boat afloat and going in the right direction. Because our lives deserve it. Your, your little ones deserve it. There's too many people here right now whose family members... Our effect will be affected by our, our decisions or the lack thereof. Yeah. Amen.